0: Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Uh, Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I guess we can go ahead and start off with with the sad news 2020 taking away another one of my fucking childhood heroes First Kobe Then Eddie Van Halen Now Alex Trebek damn man like I know it seems silly to to I don't know for, for to be like that upset about people that you've never even met like I'm not even upset like when family members die I mean mostly because I fucking hate them but like I, Alex Trebek was like you know I mean I don't want to complain and say I had like just a shit childhood because there are definitely people that have had worse but There was definitely not a lot of uh, consistency. So, like, the one consistency that I had was every day when I would get off the bus, I could watch Jeopardy every day. So no matter how shitty everything else was, like, I had that one little 30-minute slot where I didn't have to, like, worry about anything else or yeah and it's just sad like like that guy is the reason why like always wanted to read like every day why I still read every day why I want to know as much as I can and I've been fucking trying out for Jeopardy since I was I don't know, like twelve like whenever you know for the kids tournament and um yeah that's yeah it's pretty fucking rough man like cancer's such a fucking bitch too I mean that guy was 80 years old too and was still fucking like filming their episodes I think they said that the last one they filmed was like two weeks before he died I think I mean holy shit 80 years old with cancer and you still do your thing like i fuck it's just it's such a fucking bummer like yeah that's a, that's been the the roughest one for sure I mean I know that it's not it's not as like surprising as some of the others you know I mean he was 80 everybody knew he had cancer but still it's just like god damn it man like Dude just seemed like such a fucking good dude too And just Ugh Damn man Yeah this year fucking sucks Holy shit Well alright Got that out of the way Good. God damn it man What else Uh, Fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was Is happening and uh Damn another fucking letdown I swear to god man The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is such a goddamn joke Like, every year, there's so many bands that just get snubbed. I mean, luckily, Nine Inch Nails and um, the Doobie Brothers and T-Rex got inducted. But, like, I don't know how I feel about... Well, okay, so, like, Whitney Houston got inducted this year, or is getting inducted this year. And... Which is fine, I mean, in the sense that she's had a massive impact on music, but her and Biggie Biggie's also getting inducted, which again, still no fucking problem with it. But the fact is, is that there are so many actual rock and roll artists that get snubbed every single year, every year, which the requirements are that your first album has to be at least 25 years old to qualify. Which Biggie has to be getting, I mean, what was this? Probably like his second year to be eligible, second or third year. But then, like, listen to this shit. So, here are the bands that are not in the Hall of Fame who are eligible. And mind you, some of these people have been eligible for damn near 30 years. So, there's, I mean, some of them haven't. Some of them are pretty recently eligible. But, so you have Soundgarden judas priest motorhead the mc5 who basically fucking invented punk rock Thin lizzie iron maiden rage against the machine jethro toll bad company ozzy osbourne like solo artist, the guess who boston steppenwolf joe cocker blue oyster cult scorpions sticks foreigner slayer phil collins as a solo artist peter frampton and ted nugent Like, I'm not saying that all of those bands are just amazing. Like, Ted Nugent's a piece of shit. Uh, Steppenwolf had, like, two good songs, so I can get that. But, like, still, like, you can't snub, like, actual rock bands if you're in a rock and roll hall of fame to make room for, like, Whitney Houston. Like, if it was just a music hall of fame, then, hell yeah, Whitney Houston would need to be one of the first people inducted. But it's not like it's a rock and roll hall of fame. But it's because it's ran by uh, fucking Rolling Stone magazine and Jon Winter, who notoriously just shits on bands. Like who ended up being fucking massive. Like Rolling Stone has gone back and like recanted some of their opinions about bands like Led Zeppelin. They were famous for just shitting on Led Zeppelin when they first came out. Uh, Kiss. I mean, KISS was getting snubbed for like 15 or 20 years almost. And then they finally let them in. Uh, they didn't even... I mean, Black Sabbath was eligible for over, I think, almost 20 years before they were uh, inducted. Which is fucking beyond me. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame... It's just interesting that they s- like specifically snubbed so many metal artists. Like, l- Like, out of that list. Like, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden... Slayer. Who else is metal? I mean, Scorpions, you can kind of consider metal. Like, Ozzy so, as a solo artist. Like, you. I mean, Motorhead. So you're not going to have any of those people inducted. But you're going to have Whitney Houston, Madonna. I mean, people shit on Prince being inducted, but I actually kind of consider Prince a rock and roll artist. Just as much as, like, pop. I mean... Like, I wouldn't really consider Prince to be a pop artist. Even though I guess technically he is. But, I mean, it, he he blurs the lines between pop and rock. Whereas, like, Whitney Houston does not in any way blur the lines between pop and rock. Like, my grandma and Whitney Houston have both written the exact same amount of rock and roll songs. Fucking zero. So, I like, I don't get why why you're going to have, like, pop artists and rap artists like I know NWA was nominated was inducted which NWA is definitely a lot more rock and roll than most rap artists or rap groups and Public Enemy same Public Enemy was inducted but it's still not really rock I mean I'm definitely like I support NWA and Public Enemy being inducted but Biggie's not a fucking rock artist like in no way is a rock artist like I said, like if it's a music hall of fame, then yeah, Biggie should be in it. But he's not a fucking rock artist. Like But they they're fine with putting like pop artists in, but then they snub all these metal artists. But metal is a hell of a lot closer to rock than pop is. I mean like Iron Maiden and well Iron Maiden I know has been eligible sixteen years. And they still haven't been inducted. And It doesn't seem like there's any fucking signs of that happening, you know, anytime soon, which is beyond me. I mean, the fact that Iron Maiden is such an influential band, Slayer, same for Slayer and Judas Priest. I mean, like you have Metallica inducted, but how, why would you induct Metallica and not Iron Maiden or Slayer? I mean, I guess it's because Metallica is a hell of a lot more mainstream and... You know, is a. I mean, it's definitely a bigger band, like a massively successful band. But, I mean, you clearly aren't just going off of success because, like, the Everly Brothers are in the Hall of Fame, and who the fuck has ever listened to them in the past sixty years? Like, but Boston, Boston's a massive band, like a high, super high-selling band. So, Scorpions, Peter Frampton has one of the highest-selling albums of all time. Frampton Comes Alive. And none of those people are inducted. Like, that is... That makes no sense to me. But you got the pieces of shit, the Eagles, in there. The worst fucking band of all time is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That shit is... Like, I'm sure probably Jimmy Buffett's probably in there. Like, there's probably so many other, like, just shit bands. Like, I think Depeche Mode is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which... Like, how how are they fucking considered rock and roll? Like, Depeche Mode is like... I don't know what the fuck they think whenever they're inducting these people. And I think it's like, it goes off of a panel of like a couple of hundred people who vote. But then the final say, I think goes to like Jon winner, the founder of like Rolling Stone magazine. And who's also the curator for the or owner of the rock and roll hall of fame. So basically whatever people decide to put in there, he just says, he looks at it and says, well, I'll, if I don't like them, I'm still not putting them in, which is, I think, the problem that, like, KISS and Sabbath had was that, like, the whole panel of people that were voting were su- were all voting for those two to get inducted, and then he was just, like, vetoing it because he's a dickhead. Oh, yeah, fucking Joe Biden is president now. Well, is not president. He's president-elect now. Will be president in, like, January... When do they do the inauguration? It's like the end of January, like January 20th, I think. But holy shit, I'm surprised. I actually really thought Trump was going to win again, which, I mean, it would have been a fucking shit show. But I mean, I just was looking at it as in, you know, I don't know of anybody who's like a Trump supporter who or like who was a Trump supporter in 2016 who changed their mind. Like, like if anything, they're like more hardcore Trump supporters in 2020 than they were whenever the first election in 2016. So I really thought that he was going to pull it out. And I was like, I mean, I, I was just expecting it to happen. So it wasn't really bothering me that much, but I really didn't want that dickhead to win either. Like, I, I mean, I'm glad that Joe Biden won, but fucking what a lucky break for Kamala Harris. Cause she is like kind of a notorious piece of shit, but will most likely be president this time next year. I mean, there's not a chance in hell that Joe Biden makes it one full term Four years of dealing with that shit. Like, look at what happens to presidents like during their, uh, during their terms, like whether it's a four year term or a, I mean, when's the last president that a four year HW Bush, I guess. Yeah, because Reagan was two. Clinton was pretty much two. Bush two. Obama two. Yeah, so... So... H.W. Bush and Trump are, like, the only two in the past 30-something years that have had one term. But, like, all of the two-term presidents... I mean, you just look at, like... Shit, Obama was, like, a young, handsome dude when he became president. When he left, he kind of looked like fucking Red Fox. Like, shit... He... It does some, I mean, the amount of stress for that fucking job has to be, oh, has to be insane. So there's no way that Biden's making that shit, making it a whole fucking term. Damn sure not going to be two terms. That's impossible. But you know, Kamala Harris, like every day, (laughs) like if they're like in the White House together and Biden just kind of dozes off, she's like calling in her assistants. Like, hey, I think this is the big one god damn it dude like I I mean she's probably gonna like trick him into walking on like some like slippery like icy steps or something like no Joe you got it it's, it's fine don't worry and like she's gonna turn into fucking Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone and just set up booby traps for him like <laughs> she'll be heating up like hand, like door handles and shit like throwing paint buckets at him. Like she, I mean, she'll be president. If, if some, by some miracle, they keep that motherfucker alive for four years, they're really just doing it to prep her to become president. Like, I don't, I don't think that, that Biden is has any interest in having a second term. I think it's more of just like, we're going to have Kamala Harris be vice president for four years. And then it'll be a shoe in for president, which I don't know. Maybe that wouldn't be bad. I don't know. I think it's funny that like people didn't really shit on Melania for having like, okay, so this is the, the bias like in, I don't know if it's a racial bias. I mean, it. it I'm sure that it has something to do with it, but like, Melania has, like, nude photos. I mean, granted, they're from, you know, like, kind of a long time ago. But if Michelle Obama had nude photos out, like, did, like, nude topless modeling, you would never hear the end of that shit. The whole eight years that Barack Obama was president, they would bring that up every single day that she had posed topless. But Melania posed topless, and I don't remember anybody talking about that from either side I mean obviously like Fox News isn't going to talk about it I mean unless they're like showing it off but like I don't remember like CNN talking about it or any of those like the left kind of more left news sources but yeah like Michelle Obama would have been fucking ripped apart if she had had nude photos god I wish she did though holy shit that is a Bad, bad woman. Hmm. Damn, imagine that three way. Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris. Damn near glued up my fucking zipper. <laughs> Man, old Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's in fucking hot water. Fucking it. Got kicked off of Fantastic Beast 3. But got to keep. <laughs> I love this shit. Got to keep his full 10 mil. And I think he. What'd they say? He filmed one scene? Of the whole fucking movie, dude! What a what a boss! I mean, it's just crazy that Amber Turd can fucking, you know, obviously lie, saying that he was like beating his beating her ass when in reality, uh, she was beating his ass. Like, and then it comes out that she lied about all this shit and was trying to get you know all this money from him because she's a fucking whore. And they just still are just like ah well we'll just go and fire him anyways. Like the fucking hypocrisy with Hollywood is so insane to me that, like I get it if if it was like in reality that they um if like the reality was that that he was beating her then yeah like fire him don't ever hire him for another movie like I would get that but Amber Turd was lying about. Like, all of it. And everybody knows that she was lying about it. And they still don't give a shit. They're still just like, "Yeah, well, whatever. God damn. Man, so I was reading about the... Uh, I mean, I've, I always have this weird fascination with reading about the Kennedys for some reason. I mean, mostly because they're one of the most fucked up families ever. And it makes me feel a little bit better about my white trash ass family. But... Like, if you, if you haven't done, like, a deep dive into that family, like, you have to. Like, to see the just fucking evil shit that that family has done. Like, so a little history of them. I mean, Joe Kennedy, the dad, well, like, JFK's dad, Bobby's dad, was a little friendly with Hitler back in the day. Um, he was the he was the U.S. ambassador to England during World War II and FDR and Winston Churchill fucking hated him and he was trying to like he wanted to stop like U.S. and British involvement into World War II mostly because he didn't really think Hitler was such a bad guy which already should have that family fucking blacklisted but it didn't really but a lot of celebrities were actually well celebrities of that time were pretty big Hitler supporters Charles Lindbergh the pilot was like a notorious like Hitler supporter obviously Henry Ford and like, Henry Ford was given like the Iron Iron Cross Iron Eagle award whatever it is that's like the highest civilian honor that that Nazi Germany had and he was the only non-german to get it i believe so I mean, and then not to mention, like, the countless, like, companies that were supporting, like, Nazi Germany, like um, like Coca-Cola, which this shit's pretty funny, but, um, you know, back in the day, like, back in the 40s, they didn't really have, I mean, there were obviously celebrities, like, actors and musicians, well, there weren't a whole lot of famous musicians, but famous actors and athletes, um, but during World War II, like, a lot of that shit got kind of put on hold, and so they started using soldiers as they started using soldiers to um, like promote products like as spokesman kind of and Coca-Cola was using it. You know, like you'd see a poster with a, like a soldier drinking a Coca-Cola and it was going to make kids want to um, like go get Coca-Cola. Well, you know, the Coca-Cola was like, damn, you know, the, the Germans love their soldiers even more than we love ours. So we could really make some fucking money if we did it the same, you know, with the Nazis. So they sent over, like, a shitload of, like, syrup and stuff, you know, to start making Coca-Cola there. And they sent, like, the regular Coke and, like, some fruit ones. Well, the regular Coke one spoiled. And so all they had left was the fruit ones that they hadn't really done shit with before. And it took off. And that became Fanta. So (laughs) whenever you go to goddamn... Taco Bell and get a Fanta which I don't know if Taco Bell has Fanta ah fuck it but whenever you go somewhere and get a Fanta you're just drinking like the soft drink of the Nazis and then Hugo Boss like he one of his first like big things that he did as a designer was help design the Nazi uniforms Ferdinand Porsche of you know Porsche cars he helped design like tanks I think um I mean, the Bush family was pretty notorious for making a lot of money off of, like, concentration camps. A lot of companies, actually, were using labor camps, like Nazi labor camps, to help build their products. I mean, Henry Ford is, like, is the famous one, but I think there was, like, a lot of other ones, too. But anyway, so Joe Kennedy thinks all that shit's fine. Then he has his oldest son, Joe, Joseph Kennedy Jr., I think is his name. Yeah, he dies in a plane crash during World War II. So, and that was supposed to be the brother, or, well, his son. That was supposed to be the son that, you know, became president. Like, that's what he thought was going to happen. Then you have John, like JFK, decides, well, fuck it. I mean, who was also a World War II hero, wrote Profiles of Courage, um, he decides, well, you know, I'll run for Congress, and when he runs for Congress, <laughs> so in Massachusetts, um, like they figured that the votes were gonna get pretty much split between, like, all the people who were Irish Catholic, Roman Catholic, like the Irish Roman Catholics, were all gonna vote for JFK. But then the guy who was running against him was this Italian guy. So Joe Kennedy Sr. was like, well, well, fuck all the Italians are going to vote for him. So he went out and found a dude who had the same name, who I think was just like a mechanic and paid him like 10 grand to run for Congress. so, So that whenever you went to go vote, there would be John F. Kennedy and then two people with the same name under the same party. And so half the votes went to... So the people who voted for that guy, half of them went to the actual guy running, and the other half went to some fucking mechanic. So that's how JFK became a congressman. And then, you know, obviously became president. But, yeah, then JFK gets fucking blasted, and Joe Kennedy thinks, oh, well, that's the that's the end of, you know, my chances of having a you know, successful family. Oh, and in the meantime... I think actually before all this happened there his oldest daughter Rosemary which this is one of the most fucked up things ever that no one ever talks about about the Kennedys. So Rosemary Kennedy, the oldest daughter, had like well they described her as being mentally challenged which is, if you read like her diary, like she she seemed a hell of a lot smarter than I am. Like she definitely did not seem mentally challenged. She just had like you know, behavioral issues and was kind of wild. Well, Joe Kennedy takes her to this doctor named um, Doctor Watts and Doctor Freeman, I think, are the two doctors' names. And he's like, "Hey, is there any way that we can, um, you know, do something to her to kind of mild her down so that she's not so wild?" These two doctors are like, "Yeah, we've come up with this technique called the frontal lobe lobotomy," and it's highly effective at kind of making people a little more sedated. I don't exactly know how much they told Joe Kennedy like about what the lobotomy is. Like, I don't know if he knew what exactly was going to happen to his daughter. But either way, he should have found out. Because what they did is took an ice pick, stuck it in between her eye and her like nasal cavity, and they basically just started cutting into her brain so like they described it the doctors i mean dr watts dr freeman is that they would put the instrument inside and then while it's inside uh like dr watts was the one putting the ice pick in dr freeman would ask questions to rosemary so like for example he asked her to recite the lord's prayer or sing uh god bless america or count backwards um and they would make their estimate on how far to cut based on how well she responded. So, like, if she was still able to, you know, sing God Bless America or count backwards well, then in their minds, they hadn't done enough. So, Dr. <laughs> Doctor Freeman said that when she began to become incoherent, that's when we stopped. Like, what the fuck kind of, like... Psychopathic shit is that. And then mind you, Joe Kennedy does this without telling anybody in his family. So they go see her. Well, Joe Kennedy brings his wife. Um, damn I always forget her what her name is. But anyways, he brings his wife to go visit her after the operation, and her daughter's just sitting there blank stared, drooling, and can't speak like at all. Like is mute can't react to anything that her mom is saying and like she's freaking out like what the fuck did you just do to my daughter and Joe Kenny's like well you know we don't have to worry about her like acting out which might give the family a bad name fucking what a fucking monster and then so yeah so that happens JFK all that shit happens he dies so then Bobby wants to run for president And Bobby Kennedy's like actually one of the only Kennedys who doesn't seem like a piece of shit. But then as he's nearing his way to becoming president, because he's running in 60 in the 68 election against Nixon. um, And it's looking like Bobby Kennedy's going to become the Democratic nominee um, over Joe McCarthy. I think Joe, Joe McCarthy. Is that who it was? Uh, It was McCarthy. Something McCarthy was the guy that was that was kind of neck and neck with Kennedy. So then Bobby's at the ambassador hotel, giving like a speech, walks back into the kitchen and this like 17 year old Palestinian guy, Siran Siran, just shoots him. And then he dies and fucking erases any chance that Bob of the Kennedy's having any, you know, shining moment uh, in politics because The only person left is little Teddy. And that dumb son of a bitch has no chance of becoming president. Not only that. So he is a Senator for Massachusetts or congressman, No Senator. And this motherfucker decides to run for president in 72 against Nixon. And while he's running, decides to, um, You know, they're having this party at this place called Chappaquiddick, which I believe is, yeah, is in Massachusetts. Um, They're having, like, a little, like, campaign celebration party. And Ted uh, takes this girl on a drive, uh, Mary Jo Capecchi, who was Bobby Kennedy's assistant or, or one of Bobby Kennedy's secretaries. But he's blitzed out of his fucking mind. And drives super fucking fast and runs the car off into the bay, like misses this bridge and just runs the car off into the water, says, fuck her, I'm getting out of here, leaves her in the car while the car is sinking or, well, you know, yeah, sinking, swims out and then just walks back to the place and doesn't call the cops, doesn't tell anybody what happened until the next day. The next day, he decides to report it to the cops. He says that he had a concussion the night before, which may be true. I mean, he was in a fucking car wreck. That I mean, it's not unlikely that he had a concussion. But he also was able to walk all the way back to the cabin that they were staying in. And according to the people who was there, who were there with him, didn't seem all that incoherent whenever he made it back. So he just needed time to... think of what the fuck he was going to say to the police the next day well then they go check everything out they rescue her body she's clearly she's obviously dead but then what they later find out is that she didn't die like in the car wreck like that's what he he said that he wasn't able to swim down there and get her and all the shit that he tried to and like that she was already dead But what they find out is that the way that the car hit, she had a pocket. Like she had kind of moved her way up to the back of the car, which had been, you know, was kind of sticking out of the water a little bit. And she had a pocket of air that she was breathing out of for like four or five hours. So she was alive in that car for like four or five hours. If he would, all he had to do was just call the police, say, hey, I was in a wreck. They would have came down there. She was not really that injured and they would have got her out everything would have been fine but he freaked the fuck out because he's trying to run for president and the Kennedys are just famous for being able to get out of any situation and just leaves her in there and then she just slowly drowns which is just fucking crazy and nothing happened to him nothing he didn't go to jail he didn't get in any kind of trouble like he that piece of shit just Coasted by and was a senator for like 30 years. Like, he ran damn near unopposed for almost, I think, 30 years, was a senator in Massachusetts. So, I mean, that family is so fucking crooked. I mean, and mildly cursed. Because JFK Jr., who didn't really seem like such a bad guy, died in a plane crash, like, at a super young age. But was also kind of being a dumbass. Like decided to fly a plane that he was not really qualified to fly. And I think he was flying his wife and his mother-in-law. And uh, decided to fly like when the conditions were pretty poor as well. And ended up just flying out into the ocean. Thinking that he was flying back to the coast. Because he wasn't using his radar like he was supposed to. And killed his wife and mother-in-law. And himself. Yeah, that, I mean... There's a hell of a lot more to it than just that. Like, there's so many countless, like, stories of them just being assholes. <laughs> like, yeah, you just read up on that shit. It is the funniest thing to see, like, how this family that is so widely celebrated were just terrible-ass people. But that's how history works. You never really uh, tell you the truth. I'll jump fire like a sucker